we're about to take on another cherished concept. The myths of selling to the government. If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to the government, you're doing it wrong. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions, a consultancy helping companies sell to the government. Now, here's Rick. Thank you, Gabby. And thanks, folks, for continuing to listen. Our subscribers continue to grow at a nice pace. But if you know of others who might benefit from the myths of selling to government, please pass the word along. Okay, ask a salesperson today in almost any industry if their selling approach is consultative. And most of them will say, well, yeah. Tons of articles and training seminars have made us think that's the right answer. I guess it's certainly better than, no, I'm actually a manipulative jackass who cares only about my commission and making payments on my new boat. <laughs> That's not going to work. But consultative selling is not so easy to do, especially in the government space. We're going to look at the challenges of consultative selling methods in the public sector. And no, we're not going to throw them totally out. Instead, we're going to offer methods to better adapt this philosophy to government selling practices. The term consultative selling was first coined by New York Times bestselling author Linda Richardson in the mid-70s. It was revolutionary. Up to then, selling was about manipulating buyers, herding them like cattle through a chute until the exhausted prospect finally gives up and buys something. Consultative selling stepped away from the buyer-beware approach. Instead, it placed the customer in the center of the picture. Sales folks started learning to spend more time understanding and diagnosing customer needs and pains. Then, and only then, would a solution to the customer's problem be presented. Consultative selling was hot. Then, in the late 80s, a bright fellow named Keith Eads coined a new phrase and a modified approach. It was called solution selling. His books laid out a rather formal process for consultative selling, and a framework was born. That was then, this is now. We're certainly not advocating a return to manipulative selling. You couldn't do that in the government space, even if you wanted to. However, for government salespeople, there's some serious potential problems with a pure consultative approach. Let's look at three of the problems and weave where consultative or solution selling works best. Then we can focus our attention on our complementary process for government sales. We call it VP selling or value portfolio selling. First problem, you won't always get a chance. You're going to have a tough time finding an opportunity to do consultative or solution selling in the government space. Now, settle down, don't get me wrong, there is absolutely no better strategy than getting to the prospect first, offering consultative advice, and influencing requirements of the buy. We've been preaching that for episodes. However, it takes an awful lot of resources to always be there first. We rarely find government-oriented businesses able to always be there first. In reality, you're going to find yourself often coming from behind. 
The purist might recommend you just not participate if you're coming from behind. While good in theory, and heaven knows we've been trying to help you get there first, you'll really get hungry refusing to play come from behind all the time. Second problem relates to selling custom solutions versus selling off-the-shelf solutions. The consultative approach can work when your company has the ability to whiteboard solutions, you know, create highly tailored stuff for individual customers. However, your company may not be set up for custom solutions. Trying to do it when you're not set up for it can be a trap, which we'll talk about in a later episode. Don't worry, an alternative approach is coming up. And the third problem relates to the skills of the sales organization. True consultative selling requires significant personal strength, confidence, experience, and insight. The personality traits and skills required to be a consultant are fairly rare, and the abilities tend to be developed and honed over many years. There's simply lots of salespeople who just don't have a strong talent for teasing out big-picture patterns and connections at a high level, then translating those into little-picture product or service features and function requirements. By the way, we'll talk in a later episode about our study of the traits of top government sales performers. So, if not consultative or solution selling, then what? You know that stock portfolio you have, that thing you pour money into only to see its value plummet? Okay, maybe that's just me. It turns out, when making purchase decision, government buyers go through mental processes very similar to those of creating a stock portfolio. Buyers determine their end goal and their available resources. They look carefully at which options will help them achieve these goals, and they have to factor in the amount of risk, just like an investor. In effect, they view solutions as a value portfolio, a set of pieces that add up to something of worth. A stock portfolio is made up of pieces like stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. A government buyer's value portfolio is made up of pieces like features, price, service level, and company reputation. Let's call these decision factors. While the worth, or price, of individual stocks and bonds is determined by the market, the worth of decision factors in the value portfolio is determined by buyers' perceptions, their needs and opinions of vendor performance. Through the buying process, a buyer forms an impression of the whole packages offered. They compare value portfolios across competitors, and they select a portfolio displaying the greatest return. Remember we said the absolute best strategy for selling to government is to be inside the prospect's office and in his head before the bid is released. We gave you guidance on being a sales rock star, so prospects will welcome you in. So you're in. Now what do you do? Well, first, you figure out what their ideal value portfolio looks like. 
Then plant seeds of new ideas that align with problems that you can help solve. How about a little psychology? No need to lie down on a couch. We're not talking about psychotherapy, although I do know some good psychotherapists. We're referring to buying psychology and how individuals or groups make decisions. We may think government purchasing is completely rational, objective, and based only on the achievement of measurable end results. Well, that may be the goal, but no matter the situation, buying behavior is still an emotional process. It is rooted firmly in the buyer's desire to avoid negative emotions and the desire to foster positive emotions. The psychological need to avoid negative emotions is especially powerful. Fear, for example, is a strong negative emotion and a key driver of human decision-making. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of being criticized, fear of losing one's job, fear of losing votes, fear of no one listening to your podcast. The list goes on and on and on. It's true for all settings, personal and business, but it's especially true in politically charged environments. Someone up in the government agency food chain can instantly change direction from just a single phone call from the public or the media. This can foster an environment of fear. Prospect fears are feelings we want to hone in on early in the process. We want to understand specific problems and fears, determine the relative importance of these problems and fears. Not all fears are created equally. Acknowledge these fears and build a value portfolio by reducing negative emotion through proof of our ability to minimize any possible undesirable outcomes. In other words, we reduce fear. So how do we build value portfolio and reduce fear? It seems like a good topic for the next episode. By the way, don't forget to spread the word if you like the podcast. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold. <laughs>